Welcome to Raising Happy and Thriving Gifted Kids, a daily podcast where you get relatable stories, interesting lessons and practical tips to help your kids thrive and be happy while enjoying your own life even more. So in the last episode, I talked about the different skills you need to master to be successful academically. We work to you know, self-regulation, you know, planning and organization, speed reading, memorization, note-taking, creative thinking. And today we're going to dive into the first one. And that is the ability of self-regulation. And this is one of the things that I found in working with a lot of you know, schools that work with gifted, like full-time gifted programs, but also other programs that you see that the first biggest challenge that a lot of gifted kids have is that they are not really able to control themselves. And why is that? Why would it, you know, be the case? We can have all kinds of like neurological research and stuff like that. But, you know, in practice, it's a lot easier than that. They simply never have had to. You learn to concentrate for a longer period of time because you need to concentrate for a long period of time. If that is requested you of you a lot of times, then you will automatically, you know, build a skill, build a muscle and find out how to do it. But if everything in your life is so simple that, you know, I ask kid what is learning, he says, well, I look at the book, I give the answer and they give me an A. Well, that does not teach you perseverance. That does not teach you how to keep yourself under control. And I was talking with a different student, like, why are you having such a hard time paying attention in class? And the kid said, well, you know, because there's no point in paying attention. She's going to talk forever and ever. First, she's going to repeat what we did yesterday. And then she's going to tell what she's going to tell today. And then she's going to tell it. And then she's going to tell it again. And then we're going to practice it in a really, really slow manner. And then, you know, we get a sheet that says the same. And half the time I already knew it. Like, there's no point in me focusing on this. So they don't learn how to regulate themselves. But it is needed. And a metaphor that I once learned, which I really enjoyed, is that you could really see the brain like an orchestra. It has all these different areas that pop up from, you know, hmm, I could have lunch now to, you know, I'm angry about something to, you know, the area that can do analysis. And this is like an orchestra. They're all different instruments. And if you would have an orchestra playing and every instrument would decide by themselves, like, hmm, I feel like making a lot of noise now, then it would be one big chaos and it would not sound harmonious in any way whatsoever. But once we get a conductor in front of the group and says, you know, okay, we're going to focus on you and you're going to go up a little bit and you're going to go down a bit and guide them and train them along the way, then you are successful. Well, there's a lot of books. Uh, one that I really like is um, Smart But Scattered by uh, Dawson and Guare, uh, who've done a lot of research into executive functioning or executive skills, depending on how you, um, how you want to name them. And some of the areas or some of the more specific skills that, that are useful are um, emotional regulation. So what if I need to take a test, but you know during break, before the test, um, somebody pushed me and I'm angry. Can I kind of like suppress these emotions for a little bit so I can focus on what is needed right now before I respond? Or even like during the break, I get a push and my first reaction is I'm angry and I want to you know lash out. And I decide, hmm, counting to 10 is a really good idea right now. So the ability to regulate your emotions and to kind of throttle them based on the situation. So the second we already kind of talked about, sustained attention, focusing on a specific thing for a prolonged period of time. Some kids simply have not, do not have that basic building block. 
But that basic building block goes into everything that goes into listening to other people, that goes into reading more than half a page, that goes into, you know, focusing on a test for a prolonged period of time. So that sustained attention is extremely important. And next is kind of like a more complex ability um, is task initiation. I decide I want to start with my math homework. And for that, I need, you know, the textbook and the workbook and I need a pen and a pencil and I maybe even need, you know, my ruler. And from deciding that I'm going to do math to the moment that I'm actually sitting there doing the first assignment, like task initiation is your ability to keep the focus throughout the process and organizing yourself in such a way that you're successful. Well, I don't know about you, but I've seen a lot of kids that could actually take up to five minutes you know, I'm going to do math. Okay, I'm opening the math textbook, you know. Oh, yes, this is where I, oh, I didn't know where I am. I need to get my, you know, calendar or what assignment should I do? So I'm already distracted. I'm going somewhere else. I'm going to pick up my calendar. I got my calendar. It took me a while. Now, oh, I need to do assignment, you know, 22 of chapter four, chapter four, 22. Oh, I need to write something down. Now I need my workbook. Now, oh, I was upstairs just a minute ago, but I didn't bring my workbook. Like this can go on and on and on. So the ability to initiate a task and get everything ready just to go um, is an important skill. And goal-directed persistence, which is a little bit more towards the long term, but holding steady in a goal, even if you get distracted along the way. So, so important. So the more you develop this in the short term, it will help you a lot in school and, you know, reach academic success. In the long term, it's really going to help you a lot in life as well. So really curious to hear, like, how do you look at self-regulation? Uh, is self-regulation one of the things that you are strong at? Is your kid strong at it? And, you know, have they needed to train it or not? Have they not needed it at all? So I'm curious to hear from you, like, are you uh, recognizing this and how is your kid doing this? Okay, really hope to hear from you and uh, talk to you soon. If you liked this episode of Raising Happy and Thriving Kids, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast in your favorite podcast software. And if you want to dive deeply into all the things you can do to help your kids thrive, be happier while making your own life more enjoyable, go to smartparentingsecrets.com where you can get free additional training. Hope you enjoyed this episode and as always, bring out the best in yourself and each other.